Good morning. It's Monday, November 4th, 2019. Yes, we are finally in the month of November, which means we are coming down the home stretch to Thanksgiving, uh, which is just a few weeks away. And then we will find ourselves in the holiday season. Um, And so in Virginia here tomorrow, we have an election. We have an election day. I know Kentucky has an election. I know Mississippi has an election. I think New Jersey has elections. Some of the states in the Union of States here in America uh, have elections, local elections, uh, statewide elections for governor, state senate, local offices. And I know uh, it's always a time of uh, anxiety and, and excitement for the candidates who worked hard. I really this morning want to give my respect and my applause to candidates on both sides, whether they be Democrats, Republicans or independents. It takes a lot of courage to crawl into the political arena. It's not a nice place. It's not a friendly place. It's a difficult place. It takes a lot of money to run for office, even if you're running for local office. We have candidates here in Virginia running at the county level who combined have spent over one million plus dollars for a local office job that might pay 60, 70. Uh, Maybe it pays 100. I don't know. But uh, it's been fascinating um, over the weekend, checking the mail and getting all the different mailers. And um, I made sure I read them all. And literally, I probably had four dozen mailers over the course of some weeks. And um, I made a decision that I was only going to vote for the people who sent positive mailers, for the people who told me why I should vote for them, not why I should vote against the other guy or how sleazy the other guy was or how bad the other guy was. I I made a decision I was going to vote for people that I didn't care about their party, people who had a vision, people who were offering something, people who had something to give, people who uh, were just good people. And that brings me to this morning's uh, Monday motivation. You know, every Monday I like to try to do something that ties, of course, to America and where we are in the culture, in our politics, in our sports. And congratulations once again to the Washington Nationals on their first World Series win in 100 years of being a franchise, 94, 95 years. Um, Amazing Cinderella story. Amazing story of a team that in May had no shot of making the World Series and in uh, October ended up winning the World Series. Uh, What happened there? What happened? Um, It was a change of mind. They started this mantra of let's go 1-0. and In other words, they were in the moment. They weren't thinking about the next six games. They were thinking about the game they were in. Ooh, that's good for life, right? They uh, adopted the Baby Shark theme, great song, they began to have fun. They began to be a team. They began to rally themselves just to win one more. And that's such a good metaphor for us for living our lives, to be present in the fight and the moment we're in and to go forward from there and to win each victory every day. Um, so again, congratulations to the Washington Nationals. We're all proud of you here in the DC Metro and, and throughout the country. Uh, an amazing series where um, the Nationals won four games on the road and lost three games at home and beat the defending world champs, the Houston Astros, who also played a great series. 
Um, and it was just great to watch. So um, I know people were excited to go to the parade this weekend. Um, I didn't try to venture that. I'm not young enough for that kind of stuff anymore. Uh, but I'm glad that the young people had a good time and uh, that the team came home here at Dulles and got to celebrate. So, you know, uh, today I want to talk about um, something that I think is so important as we head into uh, election day, uh, November 5th here in the United States tomorrow, I was thinking about the arena. You know, one of my favorite quotes by President Teddy Roosevelt is the man in the arena quote. If you've never read it, it is a famous quote from a speech that he gave in the early 1900s. Um, it is often quoted. It is often, um, used in, in, in college courses and in high school classes and in motivational classes. And I'll read just a little bit of it to you um, this morning. And it says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the door doer of deeds could have done them better where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Powerful words uh, by a great president, a great American hero, a Medal of Honor winner, uh, Teddy Roosevelt became president of the United States, of course, um, after being vice president and President Harrison was shot um, and he became the vice president uh, on that ticket and then the president, of course, by succession. And um, on my mind this morning is time. And what are we going to do with the time that we have? I want to challenge you this morning to step into the arena as Teddy Roosevelt called it, to dare, to dare greatly, to not let life be something that you sit on the sidelines and watch other people live it. You know, um, I love, like all of you, series, uh, very much into a number of scripted series, television shows. And last night, uh, Sunday night's my favorite night of television because, uh, my favorite shows come on Poldark, uh, comes on, and um, uh, after I watch Poldark, then I usually watch uh, Madam Secretary, and then I watch Showtime's The Affair, which uh, last night was the end of the series. It was a, a series ender, so it wasn't just the beginning of a series. It was, uh, in fact the end of one. And uh, if you have watched the show, The Affair, um, it is one of the most profound 
um, powerful shows about life and about time and what we do with it and who we love and how we live and how we lift others and what we do with our gifts in life. Um, And it's basically a story about a man who is a married man. Um, He's a professor. He's got a great wife. Um, They have four great kids. They're a normal family and they're actually doing pretty well. Uh, But he hits midlife and of course he has a midlife crisis and he uh, gets involved with this young waitress that they meet on a summer vacation at a place that they go and visit and take their kids for the summer. And it starts off this journey of self-discovery, of failure, of uh, forgiveness, of repentance, of growth, of loss, of grief, of hope, and ultimately of triumph and reconciliation, which I talked about last week. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, you should. I talk about reconciliation, and God knows we all need to be reconciled now, but today I want to encourage you As election day comes, again, congratulations to all the candidates. It doesn't matter at the end whether you win or lose, as President Roosevelt said. What matters is that you dared to crawl into the arena. And this morning as you're driving in and you're listening to the podcast at lunch and throughout the day, I want to ask you a question and I want you to ask yourself, are you living? Are you stepping into the arena or have you just been sidelined? Have you just given up? Have you just been watching life go by you know at the end of the end of the show last night the affair uh I don't want to give it away because some of you haven't seen it there was a great um ending and probably uh the best ending uh that um I've ever seen on a series with the exception of HBO Six Feet Under which is the best ending of a series ever. I don't think it will ever be top phenomenal. Um, But what I loved about this ending, there was a song that they ended with. And uh, some of you are certainly uh, familiar with it. But the song is entitled, and I want to encourage you to go look up the lyrics. Uh, I'm in an inspirational place this morning. I'm in a place this morning of talking to myself about what is your life going to be when it's over? What will people think about you when you're gone? What will you have given to your family, to your country, to your state, to your friends, um, to the greater community around you? Who will you be remembered as? And there's this great song uh, that ended the Showtime series, The Affair, and it's titled, You Saw the Whole of the Moon. You Saw the Whole of the Moon. Google it, play it amazing lyrics read them really take them in kind of like the song I hope you'll dance because at the end of the day folks here's the thing as we're fighting one another right now and being unkind on social media and uh, doing all kinds of things that tear us apart that divide us that hurt us that anger us there's another choice there's a choice to love There's a choice to serve. There's a choice to forgive. There's a choice to reunite. There's a choice to see beyond what's in front of you. There's a choice to gaze at the moon and dare to snatch a star. There's a choice to run uh, and be free. There's a choice to watch the sunset and watch it rise again. There's a choice to climb mountains and run and jump and 
play and fall in love again even when you've been hurt and you think it's over or you think that possibly couldn't happen to me at this season of my life that's wrong you know one of the things about being an american when you break the word american apart when you break the word american apart the last four letters of the word american spell i can I can. American. I can. And I just want to encourage you this morning that you can. That there's still life left. You can still run for that office. You can still serve on that board. You can still start a nonprofit in your community. You can help those less fortunate. You can do something. You can play a part in this amazing journey called life if you choose to. Uh, Life is going to be full of disappointments, young people. Um, But life is also going to be full of amazing adventures and amazing loves and amazing friendships and amazing opportunities. There's a world out there and you need to see it. Um, I think about this often. I I wish I could go talk to my 25-year-old self. Boy, I would tell her to do a lot of things different. I would tell her not to be so serious. I would tell her to... Go backpack in Europe with her friend Amy uh, when she was offered to do so instead of going and taking an internship in the United States Senate and working. I would tell her to uh, go explore. I'd tell her to turn left instead of the right turn that she took. I'd tell her to um, be more connected, more present, and not so focused on achievement and accomplishment. You know, when we're focused on those things, it's because we have holes, right? It's because something is missing. It's we're trying to compensate. We're trying not to feel things. We're trying to uh, just be diligent and vigilant and focused in the hopes that whatever has hurt us, whatever has pained us will will eventually go away if we can just achieve enough, if we can make enough money, if we can become powerful enough, if we can become successful enough, it'll all get better. Well, that's just not true. Uh, Because at the end of the day, we all stand in the arena of life. And at the end of the day, we all leave this life. So I'm challenging you this morning to live a life worthy of yourself. Live a life worthy of your calling. Live a life worthy of your gifts. Live. If you're getting up every day and you're just paying bills and you're getting up and you're going to work and you're coming home and having dinner and you don't speak to your spouse much anymore and you're going to the kids' sporting events or maybe the kids are grown now or maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you have dogs. Maybe you have pets. Or maybe you're single and you're never married and you don't have children and you're not in a relationship or whatever you're divorced, you're widowed, whatever it is, you do know, as I know, that there's something else, there's more. And that every day you wake up is a gift. And that it doesn't have to be over unless you choose it to be. You get to write the ending of your story. None of us gets to write the beginning. None of us. Uh, There's no script for this thing called life. But there is an ending, and we get to write that ending. We get to decide what happens as we uh, journey through who we're going to be, what's our character going to be like, how are we going to treat people, how are we going to serve, how are we going to make our part of the world better than what it is. 
Will we dare greatly? Even if we fail, we didn't really fail because we at least tried. And I just want to say to you that this morning, as we head into an election day, don't forget to vote tomorrow. Uh, Don't forget to participate in democracy. Don't forget to participate in your community. Don't forget to participate uh, in your life and in your living. Uh, Part of being an American is being an adventurer. It's being a pioneer. It's being brave. It's, It's going to uncharted places. It's going to the moon. It's going to the moon. But President Kennedy first had to have a vision that man could get to the moon. And he had the courage to speak it out loud at a time in 1960 people thought he had lost his mind talking about going to the moon and putting a man on the moon um but it happened so what is that thing that you want to do that you haven't done what is unleft in your life that you don't want to be unleft what can you mend what can you fix what needs to be said what words do you need to speak that you haven't spoken Who do you need to apologize to? Who do you need to see? Who and what do you need to try to fix before it's too late? Because at the end of the day, we will have many opportunities to be angry with people, to be disappointed in people, to be hard on ourselves, to be tough on ourselves. But, you know, I had a conversation this morning with one of my dear friends who got diagnosed with breast cancer uh, on Thursday. And we've all been praying and encouraging her. And um, every morning I call her so that we can pray and just talk. And I can hear her crying. And uh, I try to let her have that because it's important that she gets that out. It's a scary thing to have breast cancer. She's got a small son and she's got a marriage and she's got a life. She's an amazing person. And every time I hear her and when I think about her I think about how blessed I am. And I think about the friends who've lost mothers or sisters. We've certainly lost members of our family to breast cancer. My paternal grandmother, uh, who I adored, uh, she lost her mother to breast cancer. So I've always had to be diligent. But when I think about the things that can happen every day that you walk out your door, You don't know if you're coming back home. You hope you are. You don't even think about it. You take it for granted that you will, but it's not promise, folks. So I'm challenging you this morning, this day, for the rest of this month and the rest of 2019 to begin to think about your next year, your 2020 now, to begin to think about what's ahead of you now because you get this one life, this one amazing life And folks, at the end, all that matters is the love. All that matters is the relationships. All that matters is that you were a good person. When you die, I believe funerals are a a measure of our lives. Um, Now, some people, if they live long lives and they live to be 90 or 100, uh, sometimes they've lost a lot of family and friends. So they may have smaller services unless they're statesmen. Like when President Carter passes, and I was reading an article about him this morning where he says he has no fear of death. He's, he's okay with death because he gets its part of being alive. And he's in his 90s now. His wife, Rosalind, is beautiful, still with him. They are now the longest married presidential couple. They surpassed the Bushes who... Uh, were previously the longest married couple. Now the Carters are. And 
They still build houses and they still serve. They are an example of what I'm talking about. They're living still in their 90s. They're not sitting in their in their uh, you know lazy boy chair with the great grandkids running around and just sipping their tea and their mint juleps down south. That's not what they're doing. They're working. They're talking. They're encouraging. They're modeling love. They're modeling marriage. They're modeling family. They're modeling America and the best of who we are. And that's really what I want to say to you this morning, that as bad as you think you have it right now, somebody's got it worse. As you woke up this morning healthy and you could see and you could walk and you could talk, there were people who couldn't. As you woke up like I woke up cancer free, somebody you know has cancer and is battling for their life. So get into the arena. Be an American. I can. Don't be afraid to take a leap, to take a risk. Listen to that song, You Saw the Whole Moon, and, 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 and really read the lyrics. It's about two people, and you can assume they're married, maybe they're family, they're friends, and the woman is singing, and she's talking about her presumably husband, her partner, her best friend, her whoever, who had a different outlook on life than she did. She was solid. She was stayed. She was focused and careful. And this person that she's singing about always dared greatly. They ran harder. They explored more. They laughed louder. They, they didn't question. They just did. They lived. And as I am going to have another birthday and Early, 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 early January. I always hate that because it just comes so fast right after Christmas. But every birthday is a gift now. Uh, and I feel it in my bones. I see it in what's going on. This is going to be one of the most amazing decades of my life. I did not care for my 30s. I knocked out three best-selling books in my 40s, which is pretty unheard of. But wait till you see what I'm going to do in my 50s. And I say that not to brag. I say that to say, man, I'm just getting started. And I hope you dance. I hope you see the whole moon. I hope that you know that there is nothing that you still can't do. That there is still another love. There's still another opportunity. There's still a comeback in your story. There's still something else for you beyond where you are right now and that's my monday motivation thank you for listening to eplorbus cast um, thank you to the people listening all around the world this message is for you too because in spirit you are an american too i can the last four letters of american spell out i can i can and that is what i hope you'll tell yourself it's what i have to tell myself a lot There are rough days, there are difficult moments, just like we all have as human beings, but it ain't over until you say it's over. So today's message is, what are you doing with the time you have? What are you going to do with this amazing, wonderful one life that God has given you? What are you going to do? That is the question. I'm challenging you today and for the rest of the days of your life to get into the arena. Don't worry about your critics. Don't worry about your haters. Don't worry about the people who want to hurt you or be jealous of you or envious of you or tell you what you can't do or who you can't be. You, you don't have time for that. You get into the arena and you run your race. You live your life. You give us your gifts. Bless us with the uniqueness of you. 
Because all of us has something unique to offer. All of us has a chance to serve. And America needs servants right now. America needs optimists right now. America needs good men and women right now. America needs people who speak words of soothing and healing, not words of division and hurt. America needs lifters and builders, not people that tear down. America needs men and women across the spectrum who love this country and who are patriots and who also love the world around them and understand that being an American means I can and being an American means there's light and being an American means that I can help somebody else as I help myself. Folks, you're going to get one life. Are you going to see the whole moon? Are you just going to see the crescent of the moon? That is the question. I know for me, I want to see the whole moon and some. I want to live with what I've got left. I want to do. I want to serve. I want to run. I want to take chances. I'm going to get into the arena. I'm going to serve until there's no more breath left in my body. So God bless you. God bless your families. Don't forget to vote tomorrow if you're in a state that has elections. Um, Do your part. You guys have an amazing day on purpose now. Get into the arena. Bye-bye.